Welcome back, guys. So we're going to talk about cash flow on this episode. Cash flow is a major part of any business, but probably more so to a new business. I'm just sitting outside here, chilling, having a coffee, and I thought I'd get this one done. So let's get to this one. These episodes are sponsored by Jobber. It's a CRM tool that I'm using to run the business. When it comes to quoting, it's very, very simple. You just hit the plus symbol in the app. There's a, a bunch of options. You pick quote. And I did up a professional quote budget price actually for four LG mini splits for one particular customer that needed a budget price. And it was done very, very easy with the Jobber app and the quoting section. So if you're looking for something professional to invoice, to quote, to, to, to do whatever you need to do within your business that comes with a CRM tool, check out Jobber. Now, I'm going to leave a link at the, the podcast notes here that gives you a 14-day trial and 20% off for your first six months. So check them out. So I've been getting a lot of questions. Am I residential now? Because I've been posting some residential work. In the past, I was always on commercial jobs doing mainly service, right? And, and not install. But now I'm doing some residential install. And there's a good reason for that. Because residential install provides wicked cash flow for a business starting out. <clears throat> so here's the thing. Residential versus commercial, when it comes to cash flow, they're two different animals. There's an old song by the Wu-Tang Clan. Even if you're not a hip-hop fan, you probably still know it. It's called Cream. You probably heard it. And Cream stands for Cash Rules Everything Around Me. Not doesn't have to be physical hard cash in your hand. It just, you know, when it comes to cash flow, I'm talking not the song. When it comes to cash flow, it doesn't have to be hard, cold cash in your hand. It just means the business needs money coming in at a regular rate to fund the business. Because if you don't have cash flow coming in, how do you fund the business? And when I say fund the business, you're going to have to fill your truck up with gas. You're going to have to pick up parts and equipment. You're going to have to pay for your insurance and all that kind of stuff. If you got no money coming in, how do you pay for it? Now, just because you're working doesn't mean you have money coming in. Let me explain something. Commercial jobs. A lot of commercial jobs you go on, you might go on the job. It might be a week. It might be two. It could be a day, whatever. doesn't matter what it is, but when you send the invoice to the customer, they might have payment terms that is 30, 45, 90 days before you get paid, right? So imagine you start a business with no cash flow and you're just doing all commercial jobs with some, some commercial customers that don't pay you for 90 days. I mean, you're looking at 90 days before you get your first paycheck, right? So coming back to... Am I residential now? Well, I'm residential to provide cash flow for the business because residential customers, most of the time, I mean, there might be some, <clears throat> there might be some uh, exceptions to the rule, but most of the time you're getting paid after the job is done, right? And that's injecting cash flow into your business that you need, so desperately need to keep the business afloat and keep the business funded. So it's something to think about. It's either you've saved up enough money to fund the business for six months, potentially, or you start off with cash flow generating jobs. 
and that tends to be residential. Now, some commercial customers will pay you right away, right? Some of them will flip out their credit card and pay you right away, but some won't, depending on who they are. Some, maybe you can negotiate where, hey, when I'm done the job, I'm going to send you the invoice. I'd like to get paid as soon as possible because I'm a new business. Maybe you can negotiate terms like that with them and see what they have to say. But in general, in generally speaking, you're going to get the most cash flow out of residential jobs, the residential installs, and then the commercial jobs, you're probably waiting a little bit of time to get paid. So save money or get into residential and do some quick, quick jobs. Simple as that. And you, you just build up some cash flow. That's what I've been doing. And it's been providing funding for the business, like, I, like I've been stating. Now, I do want to talk about something when it comes to cold, hard cash in hand, because that can be a tricky situation. And I talk to a bunch of people about this, and uh, they get paid in cash for a bunch of jobs, but that could be dangerous, right? You don't want to, you don't have to be uh, like a, a drug cartel and, and have thousands upon thousands of dollars that you don't know what to do with in cash, cold, hard cash. And if you ever get audited, by the CRA, which is, or the IRS, the CRA is the Canadian equivalent to the IRS. You get audited and they they find out, I mean, you could be in a lot of trouble. So I'm going to talk about that as well, like what to do, or I'm not going to tell you what to do with physical cash. I'm going to tell you what to be aware of with physical cash. So if you're working for, uh, you're employed, right? Working for a company, but you're doing side jobs and on the weekend, you throw in an AC for your aunt or a friend or whoever that might be, and you're doing it for cash. Well, chances are, I mean, no one's even going to notice. I mean, you could go to the supplier, buy the, buy the machinery with cash and go slap it in for aunt Betty. And she pays you in cash and you shove it in your pocket and no one's really the wiser. But once you establish a legit business and you start installing, let's say you're installing some residential equipment and you start accepting cash from everybody, there could be a bit of a problem. And here's why. Okay. This is, this is my scenario. It might not be your scenario, but it's mine. It's a scenario of a lot of other people in this area, because let me explain in Ontario where I am, we, we've got a sales tax and I'm sure everywhere where it's got a sales tax. Ours is called HST harmonize sales tax. It's 13%. It's a lot of tax. So customers want to pay cash to avoid paying tax because if they pay with credit card, they pay with, um, check or debit or whatever, and it's a proper invoice, it's all captured. There has to be tax on it. So residential customers, a lot of them, they want to pay cash to avoid that 13%. Now, like I said, if you're doing side jobs, and you're, you're going into wherever your supplier is and, and you're throwing down, I don't know, 1200 bucks or whatever it is to, to, to grab a, a coil and a, a condensing unit in cash. And then you go do the job for cash. Then it's all good. Cause usually your name's not even attached to that, that, um, that transaction when you go in and, and buy it from the supplier when you're paying in cash. But now if you're running a, a, a legit business. When you're running a legit business, you're probably going to want to set up an account with the supplier so you can go in and purchase things. 
and not have to pay every time. It's, it's on your account. You can get to it just like a credit card and pay it later. Okay. When you do that, everything's captured. So imagine going and buying, for example, 10 two-ton split units on account, installing them and accepting cash for the job that doesn't include the tax on it. Well, you can't put the cash in the bank now because if you put it in the bank, guess what? It's recorded and you're going to have to pay tax on that money. But the customer didn't pay tax on the money. So if you put it in the bank and you're paying tax, you're losing big time, right? So people that get paid in cash usually keep the cash in their pocket and don't put it in the bank because now it's recorded. But here's the thing. If you take the cash and put it in your pocket, the customer doesn't pay tax on it, you don't pay tax on it, and you end up getting audited, and they're seeing like the first, let's say the first two months you're in business, you go pick up those 10 two-ton splits. They see the purchase of them, but they don't see any income coming in on the other side. That is a major red flag, and they're going to start investigating. So you need to be very, very careful when it comes to this. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm not giving you financial advice. I'm just saying be cautious when you're getting paid in cash because if you ever get audited and there's there's on paper a bunch of stuff bought, but on paper no income coming in from that stuff bought, then these people are not dummies. They, they, will, they will find out what's going on, right? Because it just doesn't jive. It doesn't make sense. So keep this in mind when you're accepting cash from customers when you're running a legit business. All right, so what can we take away from this, guys? Cash flow is a major part of a business to run the business. So figure out a way to generate cash flow and generate it early. If you don't do that, you're going to have some problems. So save up some money, have some money in the bank, or if you're going on your own and you don't have that saved up, do some some jobs that are going to generate cash flow. And residential seems to be the king of the cash flow jobs because the money comes in right away. All right. <clears throat> if you're accepting cash for the jobs you're doing and running a legit business, be very careful with this. Okay. Be very, very careful because you don't want the tax man coming back 10 years later and going, Oh, you were, we're auditing you and, and we found this, 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 and this, and now you owe thousands of dollars in back taxes because you accept the cash and you didn't pay tax on any of that cash you accepted. So it's something to, to be well aware of and something to keep in mind. So commercial jobs, like we said, you could be waiting 30, 45, 90 days to get your money. And if you're doing that, then you're going to have problems flipping the bill for, for the, the things you need for your business. Like we talked about parts, insurance, gas, everything, right? So cash flow guys, that's, the key word to getting a business up and running and keeping it sustainable through the long haul. And, and once you build up enough cash flow, once you got a bankroll, like once you're in business for a couple of years and you, you have, let's say, let's say you have a quarter million dollars in the bank, okay, for your business. At that point, cash flow doesn't become as important. It's still important, but not as important because you have a base to work with. And you can wait longer for your cash to roll in. But when you're starting out, man, you can't wait. You need it right away. So find those jobs and find 
find the opportunities that are going to bring in your cash quickly. When I say cash, I just mean money. Bring in your money quickly and get that cash flow sorted out and organized. Anyway, guys, this was just a quick one. I'm out. Happy HVACing.